fucking monsters. <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. Brought to you by Cafe Carrera, premium single origin watermelon coffee. Order it at Carrera.cafe. But in today's episode, of course, we're going to cover your headlines. Uh, we're going to touch on a little on the culture side of uh, things, the Super Bowl halftime show. And then finally, uh, profiling the legends, the Whittington brothers. Uh, we're going to sort of get into some story time. Very excited. With them. First, let's kick it off with some headlines. All started off. So, in the future age of EV, we might still have V8s. Really? Is it hydrogen-fueled V8s? It's hydrogen-fueled <laughs> V8. So, Toyota okay. and Yamaha mm -hmm. are collaborating on a hydrogen V8. Awesome. Um, I didn't know this. I must have missed the headline. But apparently, Toyota, Yamaha, Mazda, Kawasaki, and Subaru. Mm-hmm all have pledged to continue investing in ice with alternative fuels. I did that. I didn't know either. Yeah. I, I, I missed that news altogether. With I alternative fuel. So that was part of this headline. Yeah. Right? Like hydrogen, you know, looking into those options instead of going to the EV route, uh, which is now bringing us this, a hydrogen V8, which apparently ha comes with all the V8 wonderfulness of power sound mm -hmm. 449 horsepower 388 uh pound feet of torque um yeah. we might have v8s in the future still still with alternative fuels hydrogen i mean i guess eventually it'll be kind of like back to the future where it turns from like sourcing expensive was it i forget plutonium Originally, it was plut plutonium in the first episode and then or it, movie. Yeah, and then the, in the future, they develop a... Garbage... Uh, uh, what it was, Mr. Fusion. Yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> Good memory on that yeah, one. Yeah, so you put garbage in it, and it turns it into energy. Yes. So eventually, these hydrogen engines should be similar, right? Kind of just getting it from water. I don't know how the technology works. Well, what I... Uh, you know, not to get super... Well, I don't know... it. A ton. Okay. But what I do know is that what they have to do is separate the hydrogen from the oxygen. Right. And that takes a lot of energy. Yeah. So in addition to that, um, transporting that hydrogen separated is very challenging. Yeah. And there's not a lot of resources or whatever. But to, for to the do same that. reasons, I think it's like highly combustible. That being one of the reasons. Right. Many uh, risky reasons, right? Yeah. So, so uh, you, you kind of get it from water, and, and th the engines do run hot as a result. Yes. But it looks like Yamaha is, of all people, is working with Toyota to develop something for us. It's not the first time. I don't it's, know if you knew that. No, I did. So they worked on the LFA. They worked on the well. The S that's one. Yeah. But even further back, the 3S GTE. Okay. So that's the MR2 engine. And, and they still do other engine parts for them. Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah which is interesting because Yamaha doesn't have an automotive sector, or they no. don't sell cars. No. But they develop engines and collab with uh, these Just big keyboards and engines. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pianos yeah. and uh, pianos yeah. and engines and uh, boat motors. They're big on the boat motors. And bikes, right? Uh, motorcycles and um, electric bikes. They're, oh, electric bikes. They're and in they're, the EV bike world. And they are working with 
I believe it's Suzuki. No. Or was it? I, I guess I didn't take the note down. Um, Kawasaki. They're working with Kawasaki to make a hydrogen bike. What I've heard in the motorcycle world when I was still in it was that all of the um, Japanese motorcycle OEMs yeah. were in cahoots to co-develop an EV platform that they all could use so that the batteries would either be hot swappable or usable across all four brands. Well, I mean, but Kawasaki not, yeah, and I, Yamaha are I hadn't heard about ship. any. <laughs> I hadn't heard about hydrogen engines, but that was certainly the EV approach that they were going to take. I, my my meter was like going EV, uh huh, and I know EV will still be faster. Yes, but hydrogen is. I'm kind of like rooting for hydrogen <laughs> as the underdog because you love the underdog. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> well, that and we get to keep ice engines. You know? Right, right. Do you think it'll be like E85 where you could do like some sort of? Um... Well, it looks like from what they described that they have to swap parts. Okay. So. It might not be as easy as E85, okay. but I okay. think there will be a way to do it. Aftermarket p- companies, maybe we start our own aftermarket company. Right, right, of do, right. Of doing like hydrogen conversions to motors. Mm. But I don't know enough about, you know. The engineering the, side. The engineering <laughs> side of things to know if that's even possible. Right on. But right anyway, on. let's get into our next headline. So within the JDM camp, I will speak to the U.S. is finally allowing for advanced headlights after Toyota petitioned it advanced headlights this was the headlight where if you recall well several episodes ago if if not last summer um in europe they have headlights that are essentially like projectors where if it senses an oncoming car it will um from a uh, computer eye perspective know that that car is coming and only aim the lights at the ground and turn off a subsection of the light okay. for that oncoming car as it's coming towards you. Okay. So it doesn't blind the driver. Right. That's the intent. But it's super bright, and you could see way more. And even as you're turning, it'll be smart enough to know the lanes and be able to widen or thin out on the width of the lane for you. Oh, That really? kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be nice. Like canyon running at Th- night. That's some high-tech stuff, would, man. And yeah. I don't know. With canyon running, I kind of re- just rather have a spotlight that covers as much as possible. <laughs> just all. Yeah, right, right, hell right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But, I mean, damn, those things are going to be expensive. Yeah, it'll probably add another 1,000-plus to your uh, So they were projector. approved. They were finally approved. Europe's had them for a while now. Okay. I, w- I can't even guess on the number of years. Well, did they mention anything on, like, the – like, can they quantify the safety? They cannot. Right. Yeah. But so I, it's really just an option. Most likely. And are you? is that leading into the costs perspective side yeah, of things? Yeah. Like, you know, for like, you. Like, you buying a car, you know, Randy goes over to the, the car dealership. <laughs> yes, and they're like, yes. okay, um, we have this car available for, for you. It meets all what you're, everything mm-hmm. you're looking for, but it has these adapted headlights that are a $2,000 option. Yeah. Are you paying $2,000 for these headlights? I wouldn't. Right. But, I mean, I, I, most, I still have a car that uses old school bulbs, or used to have a car very recently that still has the old school bulbs. It's so. just like everyone is doing it right now with, yes. with old school bulbs. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Unless this is a very cheap like uh, feature, I just, don't, I just don't see what the point is. I can't imagine it being cheap because they're basically like projectors in your headlights. Yeah, for sure. And there's sensors to, to see where the Correct, lane is. Correct, which is the, more shit. At least a camera or something, yes, right? Yes, so, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and, th- and that's what I mean. Like, is there 
What's the net benefit? What's the net benefit in lives, right? Oh, you know, to quantify in, in accidents to quantify the the, the right. value. Can you sell it to somebody as okay? You're not going to hit deer anymore. You know, I see. Maybe. That's, oh, so that would be cool. Is if it could spot things oncoming and then like shine a light specific spotlight that thing that's coming right ahead of you. Yeah. I mean, it that, could, I guess. That could be nice. How many times? I mean, I, how many times do you encounter deer? Well, out here, very rarely. But I have had deer jump off of my hood as I was driving. Oh, here? In Illinois. Oh, okay. In okay. Illinois. Yes. So, But even then, how often are deer get... Go- I very mean, I rarely. Guess, I guess, well, and actually, no, that's wrong because... There are enough deer crossing roads mm-hmm. that there are street signs for it. That's true. And right. ducks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I guess in that case, in that, I guess it would help. I yeah. just don't see it. I just don't see it. Not for two grand. Not for two grand. Not for eight grand. You know, like yes. $200, sure. Right. You know, maybe. Right, right, right. But I just don't see it costing that little. Or, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like if it costs them $200 to make, it's going to cost us $2,000 to have. And at the BMW tax, where would you put that oh, at? Oh, like $5,000, <laughs> man. Exactly. Easy. Porsche will have it first, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. Well, who's developing it? I know. Well, it's already available in Europe. So for okay. sure, we saw a demo with Audi, if you remember. They actually, like, sprayed their headlight on the wall. And they could do shapes and stuff on it. Oh, damn. So it's like the Halloween house stuff. Yes, a thousand percent. Oh, that's not going to be cheap at all. (laughs) 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 They're literal projectors. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yes, absolutely. So you'll be able to like host your own drive in movie from your car? Maybe. That would be kind of cool if you could play video through your headlights. That you're selling me on. That you're selling me. Okay, on. there you go. Yeah. All right. But all right, let's get into our next headline. So they're taking Laguna Seca to the streets, Randy. What does that mean? In the worst damn way. So New York is now using cameras with microphones to ticket loud cars. Wow. And this is what it reads. From the Department of Environmental Protection in New York, when you get the citation, it reads, I am writing to you because your vehicle has been identified as having a muffler that is not in compliance with Section 386 of the Vehicle and Traffic Law, which prohibits excessive noise from motor vehicles. Your vehicle was recorded by a camera that takes pictures of the vehicles and the license plate. In addition, a sound meter records the decibel level as the vehicle approaches and passes the camera. I have not been able to find what the decibel level is, mm-hmm. which is a concern. Sure. Yeah. That should be publicly posted, right? Absolutely. Like, you yeah. know, so you know yeah, how loud yeah. you can be. Mm-hmm. But it's it was speed traps. Now it's sound traps. Okay. What are your opinions here? So I lived in a state that had red light cameras. Right. I hated them. Yeah. I wanted to spray paint in front. Like I, I totally did. I never had the balls to, but yeah. I always wanted to. So depending on how high these are mounted, a camera can be mounted high, so you can't mess with it too much. I would imagine that these have to be at like human height level. The the mics, right? I mean, sound travels in all directions. I think it's more distance than height for sound. But we're also just completely assuming yeah, you know yeah, shit yeah, about yeah. the laws of sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Physics with sound. Yeah. I think it's frustrating. Yeah. It's um, 
it's in a similar vein to like speed cameras and red light cameras and yeah, that. Yeah, it's very invasive. It's absolutely it's a, it's a money grab in Chicago. It's proven. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. a, I'm, I'm sure it's a money grab in New York too. Right. Absolutely. For sure. It's an yes. 800 up to a $875 fine. $875 fine. But you do get the chance to like fix it. If you got to fix it. Yeah, warning. so you can fix it and then and then you're fine. But you're not safe. Like before, it was just at least here in California, it's actual cops that have to catch you. Okay. But okay. now they've got cameras with sounds in New York. Would um, would you think that people would be smart enough to identify where these uh, mics are? Eventually, and just go into neutral. I've eventually, I mean, I'm sure they'll be like, I gotta look it up. I don't know if it's on Waze already. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. it has Waze started a sound trap. Right. Warning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, people eventually fi- will find out and then either not go there or fight an alternate route. Yeah. Which is probably what they're trying to do. Right. It's probably just some like annoying neighborhood that's like, oh, we don't want these people here. There's too loud or it's too loud. So we're going to they requested it. Mm-hmm. And so now people will no longer go to that area. Mm. If it's a two lane road also. How will they differentiate when two cars are passing side by side? I think each camera corresponds to a, a lane. direction. Yeah, so it'd be above you, kind of like the toll booth, uh, the auto toll. Well, booth. I think it'll. St- I think I think it lives within the red light camera. Ah, okay, you know? okay, so to the side. Yeah, and then they just concentrate sound reading in the direction of the car. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, you're right. It could. They could just have two. So yeah. that if it's a two-lane road, each one is aimed at each lane. Yeah. And try to catch you that way. Or maybe they want to catch you going in, and they don't care what happens going out. Or both, so then they know for sure it was you, and you're not coasting by. Yeah, they don't like to make sure. Oh, man, what a mess. <laughs> They'll oh, just send yeah. the citation to the license plate that Are, they found. And aren't you glad that they got rid of red light cameras and speed cameras here? I don't know that they got rid of them. I thought they did. I think they still exist because in they got some sued. counties. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I haven't like, seen one in. Hmm. There's. I think there's still someone like downtown LA. Oh, really? Maybe. It's been a while since I've been. Now that I think about it, maybe okay. in the last year or two. Uh-huh. Obviously, local roads then. Not yeah. quite. Usually, major streets. Okay, major yeah. streets, but not the freeways. No, 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 not freeway. I don't think uh, red light cameras made it to freeways out here. Oh, sorry, speed cameras. Speed cameras. Did you or uh, sorry, sorry, speed cameras. I don't think they made they it made to freeways, it to freeways out here. Okay. Arizona had them, and I think they got rid of them. They had them. They had them. They had speed trap cameras on the highways mm. and freeways. Did you uh, ever get caught by one? No, no, no. But it was weird to see. Why? Is it a box? It's the same box that you see out in just normal streets, just oh, on the freeway. Okay. okay. So it's weird to see, like, oh, shit, we're being looked at right. on the freeway. Yep. But we're being looked at everywhere now. That's true. Anyway, on to our next headline. Wait, so, that was yours. Yeah, that's yes. right. Um, March is not only exciting because of Gran Turismo. Okay. March is always gonna also going to be exciting because the F1 show for Netflix, Drive to Survive Season 4, will be on on March 11th. Yes. It's going to be a very preoccupied month of March for for sure for you, car fans. Are you caught up with all three first three? I'm seasons? not caught up with uh, the third season. I know, I know. Just <laughs> it's, yes, it's so I good. know. Uh, but this season was even crazier because of how it ended with Verstappen versus Hamilton. I can't wait to the wire. Like yeah. everybody's going to be itching for hearing behind the scenes. It's of funny that whole because rivalry. It, it's this uh, F1 
made me understand doc- documentaries more. Okay. Because what? we just lived the F1 storyline, but we're itching to hear it again. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like right, we just right, love right. good stories. Yes, guess, we do. You know? That's true. The behind the scenes. Yeah. As humans, we want to hear all of what the yeah, hell happened. Yeah, dude, like if they could put microphones on basketball courts. You know, like to hear the shit talking, to hear the shit talking, dude. it's a whole like dimension of the game and psychology of the game. Right. You could treat shit talking as like strategy Mm. and analysts could view it that way. Right. But obviously they don't want like cussing and whatnot. And, you know, that's interesting. So you mean to say that while you're watching a basketball game live, you would want to hear the people on the court and the coaches talking. Not, not live. Oh, not live, okay, right? But it just what I'm what I mean is that there's a whole other area, a whole other facet of the game uh-huh. that eat, like a psychologist could be an expert in and dissect oh, and understand, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Even an anthropologist, yeah. you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that would be a different uh, aspect to basketball, especially. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yes. And it's a, it's an aspect that only the basketball players mm-hmm. can 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 understand and hear and be a part of right so it'd be nice to be a part of that you know really in any sport any team sport to be able to hear what everybody's saying to each other right 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 that'd be pretty cool all the time or just to review what they said or did yeah well all the time like in a live game Mm -hmm. i definitely watch more games that's an interesting point. It's almost mm-hmm. like an Instagram, but like in real time type yeah. of thing. Like that's kind of the mindset. Yeah, it's like a, like F one, like everyone's right. mic, right? You know, you hear people like talking to each other or whatever in the mics. Right. That's the stuff we want to hear. Yeah. I think F one has done a really good job on on letting fans enter the side of things that is normally reserved for the athletes. And for us Americans, we didn't. It wasn't even on our radar five years ago, right? Yeah. Before yeah. These sh- this show specifically. Well, it was, but it was it was much smaller. Yes. Definitely yes. much yeah, smaller. The show definitely did bring on a, a whole wider breadth of fans. Right, with it coming to Coda and then yeah. now Miami this year. and Or is it next year? But nonetheless, that plus the show. Yeah. And COVID helped it because now people had to watch like, – Needed shit to watch. Yeah, so that became right? one of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Absolutely. Them, right? Yeah, I watched it twice as a result. Ah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Are you still Team Red Bull now that they're the uh, top dog? Yeah. You are? I am. Okay. I mean, it's like, I know they, they're they still the underdog. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like yeah, yeah. if the Clippers won a championship. You, oh, you They would still like be the underdog to the Lakers. The Lakers have 17, 18. <laughs> well, I don't even know how many it is. Yes, yeah. You know, mm, so okay. it's kind of the same story with Mercedes. Okay. Right? Although Red Bull does have more um, in the past. Yes. But are you? do you have an F1 team? I don't really, honestly. Yeah. I just like... Lewis I just like, Hamilton? No, I just like the competitiveness of it. Um, it's weird. Yeah, because it's not like homegrown. It's or it's not city based, not like sports are. Where right. Detroit Pistons for life for me. Right. Um, so you need geographical context. Almost like my or, own tribe. I haven't uh, joined okay. the, any tribe yet, and geography helps certainly because yeah. you celebrate with your with your. If you had to choose people. one now, if you had to choose a team now, if I had why would it be Haas Automotive? <laughs> Because they're the clear underdog. <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> Who would you choose? Who would you choose? Oh, jeez. Um, I guess I don't have enough skin in the game to have even considered it. Okay. But I, to answer your question, I will be fair to it. 
from the top four teams I would probably pick from, so that's Mercedes, Red Bull, um, McLaren, Ferrari. Okay. That's kind of where within those four I would land. I it's sad to say, but I might pick McLaren just because I like their colors. <laughs> <laughs> Livery, and livery does livery, play a, a yeah, role. Yeah, 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 and maybe Red Bull because they're with Honda for now, right? Yeah, that had a lot to do with yes. my entry mm-hmm. into into Red Bull, into appreciating Red Bull. Okay, um, okay. but I think the driver I root for the hardest is Lando. Oh, okay. I, okay. But the team that I I want, mm-hmm. you know, is, is Red Bull. Oh, I feel like Red Bull okay. kind of embodies, mm-hmm. at least based on what I'm seeing in the show. Right, right, Kind right. of what I would want to see in a team. Yeah. Do you hate Mercedes in the way these two rivalries um, hate each other? On like, or I, I guess, sorry, the fans on IG and stuff, when the last race happened and Verstappen won because of that whatever rule yeah. you want to call it, the, both sides hated each other. I don't understand that. No? I don't understand that. Like, in the only time... And even then, it's not justified. But the only time I under, like in sports that I understand like passion to that level, mm-hmm. m- you know, is sort of warranted is like international sports. Okay, you so know, World Mexico Cup. over the USA, yeah, like uh, that type of okay. stuff. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. where it's like that is definitely tribal. Yeah. You know, there's yes. definitely a lot of emotion. You're, yeah. Everybody's doing it for their flag. Right. It's 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 almost oh, it's okay. it's analogous to like medieval war. Yes. Right? Absolutely. It's simulated war. It's basic, exactly. It's simulated play war. Yeah. Simulated <laughs> war. It's yeah. play war. Play it really war. is. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why we love it. So in that case, you know, you kind of understand like mm-hmm. getting heated. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, I don't really get like you know the Dodgers and the Giants like when they get violent, for example, it yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. So similar to this, yes, with Red Bull and Mercedes. The allegiances, allegiances between, you know, for Lewis Hamilton. They're arbitrary, and, right? Completely arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. What is it based on? Yes. Like, why are you so angry? Right. I get right, that being a right, rival. Right, right. I don't like the Mercedes team. You okay. know, like it's okay. not a team that I support, though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. It's not a team that I'm going to actively disparage or talk shit about. <laughs> yeah. Give a care about that. You know, I'm yeah. over here like happy the Red Bull one. You right. know, like that's where your energy should be focused. Right, right, right. So, yeah, that's my opinion. I don't know about okay. you. Well, again, it's not tribal for me. There yeah. isn't a USA component to it or a right. Philippines component to it. Yeah. So I don't ha- I don't care, quite quite frankly. Yeah. I just enjoy the sport. I enjoy the, the excitement. I've come to – the show helped me come to understand the excitement almost. Right, okay. Right? Uh, well, it, it, I mean, it plugged you into so many different areas of the sport. Right. So there's before where there was like 10 things to get excited about. Now mm-hmm. there are like 40 things to get excited about. Right. right? And yes. now you can watch the season race unfold, mm-hmm. knowing that in the future you're going to get all the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. That's you know, true. that you were watching the year prior. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's it's, true. it's, I got it. And it's. It's insane. It's, it must be a huge endeavor mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. film and with and all di- those and teams, yeah. all those yeah interviews, and it's and so editing. well done. Yeah, man, amazingly done without question. Yeah, I mean, there's an F1 budget behind that for sure. Oh yes, and it worked. Yeah, it worked out for them. So, but anyway, in our final headline, this one uh, is actually sort of a retraction on my part. I had my E36 problems backwards. So, you know how I talked about having to uh, add weight back into the car? Yes. Turns out I was wrong about that. 
and I actually have to take more weight out. Okay. So th- the good thing is that there's room for improvement. There's room to remove weight. To remove weight, and therefore, mm. like, automatically on that, I feel like there's time on the table, right? Because I'm removing weight. Okay. And uh, now that I have horsepower figures and the actual weight of the car, mm-hmm. um, I am starting to go through where I'm going to class. Okay. And what I need to do to uh, to kind of get to the limit of each of those classes. Mm-hmm. And I must say, this has been really fun. I kind of understand the 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 uh, the appeal to the strategy side of this. Okay. I mean, okay. I spent like two hours just kind of messing with stuff. Luckily, NASA and Beamer Challenge both provide calculators. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it makes mm-hmm. it a lot easier for you to play around with stuff, which mm-hmm. as before, you were doing all this math mm-hmm. kind of individually. Yeah. Um, and, and I was going through all that. So in order to be in the B4 class for Beamer Challenge, I have to come in at uh, 3,010 pounds with driver. 3,010 pounds with driver. I'm currently at 3,129 with driver and half a tank of gas. So, so that, that's 19 pounds. That's a 120 pound difference. Oh, 120, sorry. Yeah, okay. it's a 120 pound difference. And this is with using the RT660s. The headers took points from me. Mm-hmm. The LTW wing takes points from me. And this is actually a 400 weight, uh, 400 pound weight reduction. So how much of that weight will be driver mod? Uh, <laughs> well, I think I think if I am aggressive, yeah, I can probably do like 40 of those pounds. OK, that's good. If yeah, I'm yeah, really, yeah. really, really yeah. aggressive yeah, for and sure. like eat like water. <laughs> Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. um, I yes. think I think but I think, you know, even just being good, right, trying to be healthy. Yeah, I can do a good 40 pounds. Of OK, those. right on. Uh, but that still leaves 80. And I don't know where I'm going to take another 80 pounds. <sighs> um, I think I'm going to have to start chopping into the car. Well, um, can you get your wheels lighter? Can you gain any? No, nah, my wheels are already pretty light, too. I mean, I know they're flow formed. Yeah, they're like 17 pounds. Oh, each. OK. Yeah. OK. okay. It's like. 18, probably 17 or 18 pounds each. I could probably lose another but eight there. Total, yeah. Yeah, going like somewhere two, else. Two per corner. At yeah. Like, you know, at five most. grand yeah. for the forged wheels. Okay, so yeah, you don't have it there. But I'm trying to class for multiple classes, right? Car- for multiple organizations. Carbon rotors? Fuck no. <laughs> no? <laughs> no way, it's too expensive. man. Is that I mean, why? I would probably do. Like carbon doors before carbon I did door. carbon rotors. Oh, because it's a um, disposable whatever? Because rotors, obviously, yeah. yeah it's a wear yeah, item, yeah, so yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to replace them ah, pretty frequently. Okay, okay. okay. Um, so I'm thinking about – but I, maybe – I think maybe I can get away with like a trunk. A carbon fiber carbon trunk. Carbon fiber trunk, carbon fiber hood. I might have some stuff there. I didn't even think about that. What would a titanium exhaust have gained you? <laughs> I'm very not expensive, much, dude. Not no. much, dude, because like the, the, 20 pounds? the one that I have now gained me like 30 pounds. Oh, okay. It's okay. like 20 pounds total, the one that I have now. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so it's pretty light. Okay. So I'm good there. Okay. Um, I do have like the heater core stuff in there that I haven't removed. Yeah. Uh, I have all my door panels still. Mm-hmm. All the speakers are still in the car, which is, I mean, that's just laziness. That's <laughs> <laughs> really that's just laziness. A fair of weight. Is there an amp in there? There is an amp in there. Okay. But it's not that big. I mean, okay. it, you know, it's yeah, nice, it's standard. Know. Yeah. yeah. I would say it's probably like the size of two laptops. Okay, two like that, thirteen that inch could, laptops yeah, stacked together. That could be six pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Something but like, like but like eighty. I don't know. 
Now, for the TT5 class in NASA, Mm -hmm. I would only have to lose 60 pounds Ah. to be at the top of the class. And this is with the 660s, um, the aftermarket rear control arms that I have uh, take points away from me. Okay. Um, I can't run the splitter, so I have to remove that. Mm. Um, And I can't run – if I'm running at this weight – Yeah. I can no longer run with a LTW wing in Beamer Challenge. Your current wing at the current wing, yeah, yes. the current wing, because it's at thirty seventy. So I'm have to, I'm I'm losing points in the B four class. So you would you'd move up in class in Beamer Challenge also? Yeah, but I'd be at like the early stages. Oh, of so that the low class, low end, low uh, end in terms of the car's performance, right? So yes, yeah, so I'd you, have way more points to play with, but not much to do with. Uh, you know, so I kind of okay. don't want to go over that un- unless I decide to, like, supercharge the car or something. I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then option two on the NASA side is to go down to 2929, so 2,929 pounds. Okay. That's a 200-pound difference, which who knows where I'll find that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll go anorexic. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and that's that'll – if I run the Maxis that I have now – it lets me take 200 pounds off the car currently, okay. which is a crazy amount of weight. That's a lot, yeah. It, I don't know where I can do it, but if I did this, um, I can actually still run in Beamer Challenge mm-hmm. without the LTW wing, which I think is fine. Okay. But if I ran at this weight, I think I could be pretty competitive. Uh, okay. 200 pounds from where I am now. Mm-hmm. And... The like, let's use Big Willow for example. I just did a one thirty five twenty. That would have put me in second place this past weekend. Oh for wow! For TT five. Okay. Yeah. Um, the first place guy mm-hmm. did a one thirty. There's a five second difference between first place and second place. Wow. But I think he's maxing out these specs. Oh. So if okay. I'm doing a one thirty five and I'm able to shave off two hundred pounds from the car. You could get there. I could get there. I think I could get there. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, whole yeah. other me. Yes. You know, right, so right. Um, I have some things to play out with these three options that I have. Yep. I don't want to have to be putting on and taking off parts all year for d- different competitions. Yeah, because then you have to keep weighing it, right? Yeah, Figuring yeah. Figuring it out. Um, yeah. Mm. But it, it this is a much easier to problem to have than before. Which, Where, adding which is weight. adding weight. Yes. Because I was looking into ballast. I was looking into options of, like, buying really heavy magnets uh-huh. that maybe I can just stick on the car. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. or there's other options with, like, lead. And there's – I was looking into a ton of things. And I was like, you know what? But they updated the rules for this year. Okay. So the tires change a lot of things now. Oh, really? Yeah. So if I run the toy, the RT660s, mm-hmm. those are the uh, – that actually gives me less room to play with. I That's see. why I only lose 60 pounds in, in the TT5. Okay. But if I run the RC1s, which I have now, mm-hmm. which I'm confident using, mm-hmm. I can lose a whole other 200 pounds. I see. I see. I don't know where I'm going to find it, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'll just take it out the floor. Wow. No, really? No, no <laughs> <way>. <laughs> I'll probably just have to cut into all the doors, you know, and take out all the stuff. But I kind of like... That's a whole other stage. That is a you big... know, like I'm already I'm already past a point of no return. Mm-hmm. But I think it's valid to say that there are multiple points of no return. Yes. Right. Whereas right now I could still probably put the car back together with another interior mm-hmm. for the most part. Yes. You know. Yeah. But if I start cutting into doors and chopping shit up, 
is gone. It's gone. Are they VIN etched the um, doors yeah. and stuff? So yeah. they're specific to your car. Yeah, they're specific to the car. Yeah. Oof, that's yeah. sad. <laughs> I would almost rather just buy new doors. So oh my god, that's use... what that's what the uh, previous owner of this car did. So he wanted a, a spoiler. That's uh-huh. what you did. Yes, yeah. He wanted yeah, a spoiler, yeah. but he didn't want to. Uh, he didn't want to mess with the VIN tagged yeah. trunk. Yeah. So he bought a hole in the trunk and then put the spoiler on that. Yes, smart move. I don't know if I want. I need to keep four doors. Actually, no, I don't think no. I would need to replace all four doors. Well, yeah, it makes sense. Damn. It would make sense. I don't know that I could do that. That's, Store yeah. four doors somewhere. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's really annoying. That's gonna take a lot Your of room backyard, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere it's gonna look like a junkyard wherever those. I would doors probably are. hang them on the ceiling, like bolt them up to the ceiling. Okay. Yeah, like I'd, my bumper up there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. So they're out of the way. Yes. But nah. But I mean, it's annoying because yeah. it's like, why do I have a bumper camping out in my attic? So you know. Uh, it, it all depends how hard I want to chase this 130 number because mm. he seems to be the top dog. Right. In Beamer Challenge, depending on the track, uh, I'm kind of landing somewhere in the podium region too. Oh, yeah. But I haven't gone back to like Button Willow Auto Club with my current setup. Okay. So I'm curious what I'll do mm-hmm. now because I was a lot faster at Big Willow. Oh, right. I shaved off a second, and 1.7 seconds, mm-hmm. which I'd say it's pretty significant. Yep. So we'll see what the others. I mean, I don't have, I don't, I don't have to do too much to podium, but okay. I don't, it's, now it's not enough just to podium. Ah. Uh, you know? But if, let me ask you this. If you're always podiuming, mm-hmm. would you then start moving up in classes? Absolutely. So. The the plan is this is long term and I'm kind of you know this is late night just dreaming in your bed, sure. but you know if it gets to a point where now I'm sweeping records and this is so fucking arrogant, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's such a it's just such an arrogant thought to have, but yeah, you know but whatever you, we, that, you, you think have about that mindset, you ha- yeah, yeah. And so uh, so I'm like if if it, if it comes to that, then it's gonna come to we need to make power mods mm-hmm. and start working on making the car competitive for the next class next class up okay right yeah right because yeah you dev it's kind of i mean we discuss we talk about this a lot outside of the podcast where uh you're only going to be as good as your competition yes so if you want to keep getting better you gotta move up in competition Mm -hmm. you can't Mm -hmm. just be happy like sitting on first every time you know right exactly unless there's no other competition available Right. You need to be pursuing something higher. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah you always so, have to be challenged. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, that's kind of that's kind of the, the long term vision. But who knows? I could like start doing this shit and just lose, and lose, <laughs> and lose. <laughs> and then there's yeah. no moving up. Right. Right. But right. I, I kind of I I doubt it. I'll find a way to do something. Okay. Mm, I'll have to. I mean, that's the dream, right? I need to be a trophy winning driver. Yeah. And then yeah. it's a you know race driver. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But anyway, that's kind of the updates. So I'll, I'll figure out which way I go. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's time to buy new tires already. Yeah. So I need to make a decision now. Oh, what tires? What tire? Go. Or I might have two sets of tires, but I don't know. We'll just, see. Just get some Vokes, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. Yeah. For a street car, I've thought about I've, I actually was shopping Vokes for the E92. Oh, you were? Yeah. Before we decided we were going to sell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I think for a race car, I wouldn't. Oh, so that yeah. would be a street wheel for you. That would be a street wheel. Like, a yeah. flat, look at my wheels wheel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the track, I just, I, I would hate to go off. Right. And you know, and them. ruin one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like $8,000 to repra- replace. Yeah. So, nah, yeah. I'm not good. I'm, I'm good with that. But I would like to own some. Okay. I would cool. like to own some. That would be some. awesome. But anyway, let's get to our next segment, the Super Bowl halftime show. It's it was awesome. It's the only part of the Super Bowl I saw. <laughs> yes. Not live, though, right? You just No, watched. I didn't see it live. I yeah. saw it the next day. Mm-hmm. I did see, like, a highlight tape of the of the actual game. Okay. Um, a tape? I'll, st- I'll, kick, I'll, kick, I'll, I'll kick off the with kind of the halftime show sure. with a question. Okay. Is it better live or on TV? I always wish I was there live, but I think it's better on TV. Yeah, I think so, too. I think the whole thing was facing one direction. Yes, exactly. So the people exactly. behind weren't experiencing. They got hosed. I mean, they probably saw it on like the Jumbotron or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but that's it. And at that point, you might as well be home watching it. Yeah, yeah. And not spending three grand per ticket or oh, six grand. Oh, it was grand way more than that, I think. Thousands, tens of thousands. Tens of thousands of dollars. For yeah, a ticket there. For a ticket there. Okay. That that's nuts. Uh, the nostalgia was off the charts for me. Absolutely agreed. Same a for thousand, you. Oh, a thousand percent. Yes. Um, I could have been Dre and Snoop alone the whole time. It definitely could have, and maybe should have. You think so? It was quite, well. So Kendrick Lamar is West Coast, and Dre and Snoop. Yeah. Mary J. I don't know where she's from. I think she's from the East Coast. I thought she was New York. Yeah. Um, and then. Eminem's from my hood, so homie, you're cent. from the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. I'm Midwest East Coast. Yeah. But you're like, you're like, you don't, you wanted strictly West Coast people. Um, yeah, kind of, maybe a little bit. I mean, I get the whole thing was that it was all Dre's people. It was it? very 91 octane of them, right? It was Detroit and LA mostly. Yeah, they they totally copied us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those bastards! Yeah, yeah they, they they heard about the show. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, all that aside, it was clearly, again, Dre's people or his protégés. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. Except Mary J. I don't know if he helped her in any way. Yeah. I don't don't know. know. I don't know their relationship, but I, I appreciate, like, if you had to give us your power rankings Mm -hmm. for the artists in the halftime show, what would that look like for you? You mean I'd have to stack rank all those people? Yeah. That's like based based on halftime performance, not based oh, on anything else. Oh, okay, okay. Based on the okay. halftime performance. Well, fifty is at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> fifty said, uh, "Yeah," and the reason for that is I think, yeah, his stage presence just wasn't there. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I may have to. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Okay, so. Dre is like middle of the pack somewhere. Okay. Because he was like producing or or working the boards. He was staring at the camera what he was doing. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, he sang I, his song. Yeah. But he's not like a lyricist per se. Right. Yeah. So he that's why I would put him in the middle. Okay. So that leaves M Kendrick Lamar is young, so he has the energy. Yeah. Compared to these old geezers, yeah. these old <laughs> these old ass geezers. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. So his was like the most energetic. Yeah, like of- even when Eminem took a knee, it looked a little tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy's old. Yeah, you know? yeah, for I, sure. His daughters are like 
graduated college already. Evan yeah, Evans. I mean, he's almost 50, I think. He's in, yes, if not 40, late 40s yeah, for late, sure. Yeah. Yes, so he's old. Yeah, yeah. Um, Snoop is probably a grandfather by now. Yeah, you know? oh, absolutely. Right? Um, so I guess with Dre in the middle, there's Snoop, Kendrick, and Eminem, and Mary J. You put Snoop at the top. I might put Snoop at the top, just okay. out of West Coast respect. Okay. <laughs> but I'm an Eminem like diehard, obviously, because of where it came from. So I'll right. throw in number two, Kendrick number three, Mary, uh, then Dre, then Mary J, and then 50 Cent at the bottom. Okay. Yes. Very similar for me. Okay. I would say um, based on the halftime performance only. Okay. Right, mm-hmm. I would put Snoop at the top, one hundred percent. Yeah. Then Kendrick. Okay. Um. Then it would be Mary J. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then Dre. Okay. Then M. Okay. Then Fifty. Okay. Do you think, like, if, if you had to pick a song for the halftime show that M was gonna do, which song would you have wanted? Would you have wanted Mom's Spaghetti? Um, Lose Yourself. I think it just had to be because that song is like a – it's like the Eye of the Tiger equivalent in a sense. Right. The way he starts it off. It's just a buildup. But nobody else's is like that during the halftime show, you know? Everything else is gangster music. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. So is that what you're questioning is like – Yeah, like I wish he would have done the- like Slim Shady shit. Oh, really? Know? Um. Oh, the 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 always his first single of whatever album. Um. Well, I mean, like I feel that, like that "Lose Yourself" is more Eminem. Yes. Whereas the Slim Shady Alter Ego is a little more raunchy, yes. a little more playful. Right. Um. I would have ex- I would have wanted some of those songs. Oh. You know, okay. Versus "Lose Yourself," which yeah. is kind of all he did. It is all the only one he did. Yeah. Again, I think it just I would attribute it more to it being kind of like the modern day Eye of the Tiger. Okay. In terms of like that's do you some feel like it is? I think it's just some people's hype song oh, for getting I, into I, the. I game, never know it got that big. Game mode or like like um, just focus mode. Right. Because that opening like guitar riff is like building up to something. Yeah, you're right. And then he drops his lyrics and it's like. I think that's a good, that's a good thing what you said about this generation's Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever looked at the song that way because of Eight Mile. Oh, it's always been a movie song to me. Yes, right. Yes, Whereas yes. Standalone, it absolutely is an Eye of the Tiger of our generation. Yeah, because you'll hear it played like before the game starts of yeah. any sport. Almost. You start punching shit. Yeah, like, and and because of his ethnicity, he can. He, it's allowed in certain areas that it wouldn't be yeah. normally as a hip hop song. <laughs> Right? Yeah, let's call it what it is. Yeah. It'll be played at a hockey game. Right, right. Before oh, for any sure. hip-hop yeah. song yeah, other you're than right. that song would get played. You're right, you're right. right. So it so, makes sense it would be that song. Exactly, exactly. But if you had a choice. If I had a choice, it'd be like Rap God or something. But oh, that's just, that would be pretty cool. That song. Yeah. But nobody knows that song. Only pure hip-hop heads know that song. Really? I think so. Yeah, my parents wouldn't know that song. But they'd know Lose Yourself? They would know Lose Yourself. Oh, you don't think your parents okay. would know Lose Yourself? Uh, purely again based on like hearing they it might from have caught it somewhere a yeah, movie, like a soccer a movie, game or, or something yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah you think they play that at a guatemalan soccer game probably not <laughs> <laughs> or a bullfight <laughs> that would be awesome dude <laughs> that would be awesome though right <laughs> can you imagine 
Dude, watching a bullfight with Lead Yourself going on? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, like the, the bull rider getting like into oh, getting hyped. Getting... Oh, they probably played it at PBR. Yeah. They oh, probably yeah, that's played true. it at PBR, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yes. Again, I looked that up. Oh, that makes <laughs> You've kind of made. I was a little bit like, oh, "What the hell?" You know, I would have preferred something else. Yeah. But now that you you've put talked it that me way, through this, yes, and yeah, put yeah. it this way, it, it makes a lot for more a sense. Sports song, it's a good sports song. Yeah, it is. It, it is. really and is, I, and you see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. single sport, they yes. they play it. A boxing match coming out into the re- into the arena, the boxer. You know that song starts playing. Everybody knows it. So to summarize, it's the money song for it's, Eminem. Absolutely, it's yeah. the fight song. It's the money song. It's yeah. we will rock you for him. Yeah, it's all of those. Yeah, that's we that's, will rock you. It is from in my opinion. Who was we will rock you was before Eye of the Tiger. Oh jeez. When we were young, we will rock you was huge because of Mighty Ducks. Right? Yes, 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 yes. And yeah. now it's gone. It's gone a little bit. Yeah, but it's still known. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So, yeah. Those are fight songs, right? Like sports songs. Yeah. Yeah, getting hyped for battle. Now, let's talk about 50. Okay. So, everyone's calling him a full dollar now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why he hung it, upside down. It was in the music video, right? the music video. So, that was an analogy to the mu- video. But, like, the dude pulled himself up and pulled himself down holding a microphone. Did they show that? I you don't... could see it in the oh, okay. yeah. You okay. could see it like from far away. They didn't like zoom in, uh-huh. but you could see it. And then people started posting videos afterwards. I mean, he still looks strong. He still dude, my hell ass. yeah. And yeah. I'm, and I'm thinking, man, the internet is going in on fifty. Right? Yes, like, they that are. sucks. Yeah, yeah. Like could like I bet most of the people talking shit couldn't pull themselves up and start rapping upside down. True, that's you know true. What I mean? Yes, that is true. But I think because of that it also led to what you mentioned earlier, sort of the lackluster performance. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, he I, he might have just didn't build dizzy and shit from being upside <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Blood loss. Yeah, yeah. cuz you're right. Cuz he was kind of just, man, it's always been his style though, right? True. You know. True. It's yeah. been it's been more just kind of rocking. I mean, that's his most again, that's his club banger, right? Yeah, that's yeah. That's his OG song. Um yeah, it was a it was a curious choice that Fifty was there. Yeah, he hasn't been in the rap game since. Yeah, the last knows? last we heard about him, he was like bankrupt. Well, no, I think he owns like shows, like um, some of those black uh, shows on BT and stuff. He's a showrunner for those, and he took Bitcoin. He he got that uh, vitamin water. He he's an owner of vitamin. Oh water. yeah, for sure. But he declared bankruptcy still. Did he? Or he was saying he was on the verge of bankruptcy. Something. That was recent. I, I think I remember that, but yeah. he also owned Bitcoin. Yeah, he still had was money. Cool. He yes. was just like, I don't Declaring know. It he, so it was just all invested or something. I don't know. Right. I don't know what the deal is. Yes. Rich people operate a different way. Yes, they do. But uh, let, let's let's circle this back to cars. Okay. Right? And so another piece of outrage on the internet mm-hmm. was the Chevy Impalas. I didn't understand. I didn't read about what that was. Well, what they was were that? dancing on the hoods. Oh, and of so the cars. people were sad because they're classics. And yeah, yeah. I mean, car car enthusiasts were up in arms across the entire nation because they were slamming their feet on the hoods of these cars. Mm. So much so that the members of the Public Enemy Car Club of Los Angeles, which lended these lowriders, uh-huh. had to make a comment. That the original hoods were replaced prior to the show, oh, so the hoods that you see yeah. on the show uh-huh. aren't actually the the hoods that belong to those cars. They replaced them with reinforced 
aftermarket pieces that makes sense for the show yeah absolutely because uh, i mean if you ever stood on a on the hood of a car even a light person yes you're gonna do some damage yes absolutely know? so yeah i think people can start resting now and not uh, be outraged. okay okay yeah so that was what the outrage was huh yeah yeah it was that was the i mean everyone's gotta hate on something for a little while i guess yes and then it gets forgotten after a week oh for after a day yes that yeah. was news yesterday <laughs> By the time this yes. goes up, everyone's going to be like, why are you still talking about that? Exactly. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, no. Um, that didn't bother me. It was interesting, though. I thought, did you like the whole, all of the pieces, those external pieces, like the Impalas and the, the train where they had different scenes? Yeah, the whole map of L.A. It was the, the it was floor. was the floor. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. I thought that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, I didn't. You know, it was very, I thought it was cool. It was very L.A. Mm -hmm. The, the mm -hmm. train compartment thing was a little weird. but Yes. I think the whole show was great. Of course, it's going to appeal to me. You know, it's yeah. the stuff that I grew up with. Yes. Um, but, I mean, it's also telling of our generation, right? You mean our age? Because we were, we were <laughs> yeah, we were talking about, like, how we were, were used to seeing all these old bands mm -hmm. on the halftime mm -hmm. show. Yes. And it's finally our turn. Right. And somebody posted on, like, a meme or something, and it's like, oh, finally, it's a music for the young people. Right. But those young people aren't young people anymore. <laughs> Yes, that's true. We have careers. Yeah, we yeah. It's a, we're we're much older now, so that's why this is uh, this is happening. Mm -hmm. So from here on out, it looks like all the halftime acts are going to be nostalgia acts for us. Ah, uh, yes, yes. For the next ten years. Well, I mean, Beyonce and Bruno Mars did that one several years ago. Yeah, that was kind of modern esque. You're they, right, and then they did Shakira and. Was she on it? Yeah, Shakira yeah. had been on it with J-Lo. Yeah, I think it was Shakira and J-Lo. You're right. Yeah, then there was... So um, they had already started, but it was like strictly pop. pop. Very pop. Up until now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't go hood. Yeah. Until now. <laughs> and, and they then, went with classic hood. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, so there's going to be trap music on the halftime oh, show eventually. Oh, I hope Takashi 6ix9ine shows up. <laughs> If it, if the Super Bowl is, is in Atlanta, I'm sure they'll find a way to make that happen. Yeah, for oh no, I think it'd probably be like Lil John, mm. probably before you okay. know Ying Yang Twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before it gets to like the trap side of things. Oh, okay, okay. Goody Mob, maybe. You know, maybe, maybe. CeeLo, CeeLo, just CeeLo, just CeeLo, just CeeLo doing all the CeeLo things. Yes, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 for sure. Damn, that song was everywhere too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh uh, man! Yes. But any any other thoughts on the halftime show? Um, other than enjoying it, feeling old, <laughs> the uh, not much else really. It was just it was very. Um, I was happy to see my childhood uh, um, heroes, music heroes on there. Yeah. Um, Snoop owns Death Row Records now. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. Trying to sell, turn it into an FTP, F NFT farm. Sorry. Um, yeah, I guess the world's changing, clearly. Um, I, I was just happy to see the Super Bowl the way it was. <laughs> yeah. And I did watch the second half of the game. Personally. Oh, you did? Yeah, I wanted okay. to watch the Detroit um, Rams win. The Detroit Rams. <laughs> Not yes. anymore. Yes. They moved along with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's get into our last segment, Profiling the Legends, the Whittington Brothers. Mm-hmm. And this is a story of a racing team uh, that funded themselves by smuggling pot. Okay. 
So the Whittington brothers were Bill, Don, and Dale. They were born in the 1940s in Texas. Mm-hmm. And their dad was a race car driver. So naturally, they were going to become race car drivers. Okay. Um, so they started with sports car racing, kind of like what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, moved on to plane racing, wow. surprisingly. But what else can you do with planes, Randy? Well, you can fly to Mexico and bring some shit back. Yes, and, exactly. And, and Colombia. That's it. There you go. You <laughs> hit it right on the head. Yes. So these guys were flying over to Colombia uh-huh. and through Cuba, stopping Cuba and to Florida, mm-hmm. taking shipments of pot. Nice. And they made enough money uh, in the 70s that they si- decide to invest. And what they decide to invest in? Road Atlanta. Ah. So they bought the Road Atlanta track, and this was for two reasons. Uh huh. One, it was close enough to Columbia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was still close enough yes, to Columbia. Right. And then two, at the time, had one of the longest straightaways at any track mm. in the United States, which meant they could land their planes on the damn track. Nice. Very nice. I mean, this isn't the first story of, of drug... Uh, racing drugged out racing teams yes yes it just seems like the 70s and 80s were just this wild west you almost wish you grew up in that era huh (laughs) it's weird yes i don't know if it's just these specific people Uh uh-huh but i i always felt like it was a lot more serious back in the day right as young people we kind of viewed it that way yes yeah and we didn't grow up in the 70s and 80s but maybe it wasn't as big of a deal then Uh uh-huh for whatever reason right until they got caught yeah terrible so most of the time they would fly at night Mm -hmm. and land on the racetrack with their shipments okay but occasionally there would still be races going on so they would stop the races land the planes Uh uh-huh once they had everything put away let them restart their race wow so it was like it it was just out in the open almost right like why is this plane landing in the middle of our event in the middle of our event Hmm. on a racetrack on our racetrack. Like, who wouldn't find that suspicious? You know that, what I mean? Right. Like, what the hell is going on? But, yeah, I mean, yeah, they, yeah. They, they got away with it. Like, it was no big deal. They kept certain areas of the track uh, prohibited from anyone to reach, presumably because that's where they stored the pot. Sure. Um, but they were doing really, really well. So they decided that they wanted to move into, like, a real race. Um, you know, at this point, they had really just driving their track, kind of getting their chops on their own track. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they mo- wanted to move into sort of professional motorsports. OK. And so what they did is they decided to drive Le Mans. OK. Of all the races. Right. The, one. the deadliest v. one in the world right. at the time. Right. This right. is 79. Mm-hmm. They decided to take this on. So the owning the track gave them experience. The smuggling of pot gives them a the little money. So they're like, okay, we're we're, we're going to take this on. So at the time, cars were already topping 230 miles per hour. So this is like no joke just because it's an older era. Mm-hmm. Um, so they decided to pay 20000 each. Don and Bill Whittington paid $20,000 each for seats in the Kramer racing team driving production Porsches. Okay. Right. Um, the third driver was Klaus Ludwig, which was a professional driver at the time. Mm-hmm. So Kramer Racing decided he would go first. That way you can, you know, uh, build a lead, build a whatever. lead right, whatever. But the Whittington brothers got mad. Okay. They were like, well, we paid $20,000 each. If he crashes the damn car, we don't even get to drive. Mm-hmm. Like, what's, what, you know, you got to let us go first. 
But Kramer was like, well, it's my car. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to do what I want. He's going to go first. Like, we, we want to be competitive. Okay. They're not necessarily – they're not professionals, right? Mm-hmm. They're not professional. They just own a track. Um, so then he kind of uh, – he kind of Don or built or Don actually tears into Kramer. It's kind of like, well, what would it take for us to go first? Okay. Kramer jokingly says, you just have to – you'd have to buy the car. Thinking that would be the end of the conversation. Sure. Right. So Don chimes in and says, well, how much do you want for it? Uh-huh. <laughs> and so Kramer says, like, jokingly, 200,000. 200,079, mind you. OK. I don't know what the inflation calculates. Sure. Out to, I will do that while but, you're looking. But that, that uh-huh. sounds like it's in the millions somewhere. Mm-hmm. So he lo- uh, Don turns to Kramer and says, um, in my trailer, there's a bag. Go in that bag. Grab $200,000, no more, no less, and we're good to go. He went into the trailer. How much is it? You looked it up? Um, Yeah, it's getting there. I'll, I'll get there. Yeah, he went so into the trailer. Continue. He went into the trailer, got the $200,000, and now the Whittington brothers were one and two, and Ludwig was number three. Today's dollars, that is $7.7 million. Are you serious? <laughs> Oh my yes, god! Yes, yes, that's a shit ton of money. Uh, just to be able to drive first and second, and buy the car outright. And buy the car outright. So now they own the car. They're gonna, you know, go. Oh, on sorry, to... this was two million. I had one zero too many. Oh, okay. So okay. it's seven hundred thousand. Okay, that's still a lot. That's, that's still, still a lot. Kind of deflates the wings a little bit, yes. but it's still yeah, a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. So finally, um, they, you know, they start running, and due to, to due to the rain, mm-hmm. they're first overall. So now you know how Le Mans is broken into prototype and production. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're first overall because of the rain. Mm-hmm. So the prototypes aren't doing that well. Okay. So they're tracking really well on on the race, um, and they're actually in the lead to win it, but their timing belt rips. Ooh. And in Le Mans, you cannot get help from anyone. The driver is responsible for either fixing the car or pushing the car back to the pits. When you're on the on the track. When you're on the track. Oh. Okay. But he was four miles away from the track, and I think this was uh yeah this was. Uh, Don was out on the track. Mm. So he's trying to figure out how to fix it. Time is running. Mm-hmm. He can't. I mean, nobody can go out and help him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, Bill gets a bright idea that Don might be hungry. Okay. So he has two sandwiches delivered to him, uh-huh. but one is a sandwich, uh-huh. and the other one is a timing belt. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right so on. Don is able to fix the car and restart. Wow. At this point, they're like, oh, they're getting ready to go, but now they've lost the lead. Of course. To none other than Mr. Paul Newman. Oh, nice. Yeah, Paul Newman is now in the lead. Uh-huh. He has an issue with wheel locks. They can't get a wheel lock off. Okay. Which loses time, and then finally his engine blows. Okay. So now they're firmly in first place to win this. All they got to do is finish. So against all odds, they finish, and they win at is a production car the overall spot for Le Mans. Okay. Do you know when the last time someone did that was? The overall spot? The overall spot going a p- to a production car. Right, not a not a prototype. Not a prototype. Jeez, I wouldn't have a clue. I would guess 90s at the most recent. 79 is the only year. Oh, <laughs> damn them. Se- them. 
them, them, them. They're the ones that did it. Granted, the rain helped them out a little bit. Sure, but you still. Know? But still, it's like way to fall forward. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's like, oh, I buy a track to move pot around. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm just going to answer Lamont on a whim. And they don't win. let me race first. I want to race first, so I'm going to buy this car. And we're thou. still going to win. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And being a little strategic with the sandwiches. Yes. Yes. So, like, these guys are on top of the world at this point, right? I sure. mean, they're smuggling all this pot. They're not getting caught. They're just flying shit through. Mm-hmm. They're winning Le Mans. They start entering a variety of different races. But now it's start, starting to raise a little eyebrows. Federales. starts catching yeah. a few <laughs> eyes. So yes. They were putting on uh, one of the things that did them in is that they were putting fake sponsors on their cars. Oh, Sun Systems, CW Web, and some others that weren't real companies. And they would go as far as to hire models to post up like near them in races uh-huh. with perfumes, uh-huh. like to kind of sample to people. But it was just other people's perfumes <laughs> relabeled <laughs> as their companies, right? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> kind of to make it look legit. Okay. Um, right but, on. of course, the IRS and the DEA, mm. at this point, were kind of on to them. Um, and they had already, IRS already estimated that they were, they had earned $73 million in total. And that In, in that time. And so in, by 79, essentially. Right. right? Well, in the 80s, right? Mm. $73 million. You can imagine how much that is now. Yes. You know, after we spoke those numbers, I guess it's four times that. Yes. Five times that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they actually caught them and they were charged. So Bill was charged with tax evasion, money laundering, drug trafficking, and 15 years in prison. Okay. Wow. Don was tax evasion and that was it. And he got 18 months. He got off lucky. So yeah, so Bill, I guess, was the the the, Mastermind. the brains of the operation. Yes. So that's what they got. But ah. um, what's funny is that they sold the track after all this, right? Sure. And you know who they sold it to? Uh, no. Randy Lanier. Was which was the other? Which guy was the other they, guy we covered? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Who also did the same thing? Who also did the same thing? He was just the, like the next generation of that. Ah. Uh, yeah, because I think okay. Randy Lanier didn't get caught until like the nineties, if I recall correctly. Right. Yes. Um. But like, dude, like the the central theme through all this one, it's amazing that like such a brazen act, right? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to get a plane and smuggle some pot, make a few million and start a race team. Yes. Yes. How, like, how do you get to that point? Number one, right? How do you get number two? Mm-hmm. How do you not get caught? That's the amazing part. Um, but also, if we take ourselves back to the 90s when there wasn't shit to find, there was no way to be found. Like even going to our friend's house, your mom just thought you were there. She didn't yeah. know for sure with 100% certainty that you were there. And you certainly weren't there 100% of the time. You would go to 7-Eleven. You would hit whatever, skateboarding, like parking lot. You were never at the house. You couldn't be found. Yeah. I guess we would have to understand those times, to your point. Because yes. to me, it just doesn't compute that you could buy a racetrack and not be able to prove where your funds are coming from. Right. right. In or today's world. How do you land a plane yeah. in a public place in the middle of a race 
Yeah. And that doesn't raise any eyebrows. Or maybe it was raising eyebrows and they're putting a case together and that's why it took so long. Maybe. I you mean, know? yeah, why isn't air traffic control saying, hey, why is this plane, where's this plane? Or maybe they don't care. Yeah. Now that I think about it. But, yeah, that those are all good questions. Now, let's – and I'll, I always have to say this. Family aside, right? Mm-hmm. Let's assume you're single. Okay. Right? Sure. Let's assume you're single. And – Someone came to you and said, I can give you a decade and a half of racing, of victory, of adrenaline rushes. Yes. And all you have to do at the end is 15 months in prison. Prison? Yes. See, I'm not big enough to protect myself in prison. But so. you can protect yourself in other ways. Uh, like be willingly the bitch. <laughs> Yeah, no, that would be my biggest fear. I don't know. Like, I mean, there isn't a fear worse than, you know, sucking a bag of dicks. <laughs> you I know, mean, we, like, can, we can only like we have no concept of what being in prison is like. Yes. Yes. But but it's historically known that white collar, white collar crimes, federal prison stuff tends to be a, not comfortable, but a little more comfortable than kind of violent offenses, Mm -hmm. right? Maximum security for violent offenses. Yes. So, you know, considering that, you still wouldn't. I just... For $73 million, road Atlanta... My fate in prison is not a positive (laughs) mindset for me. Like, I just... I'm not the top dog in prison. Yeah, I don't think... I'm not... I I mean... I'm not tough enough, strong enough. I feel like I just keep to myself. I would try to, but that's going to be the death of you as far as the movies have shown us. So the answer to your answer is no. Uh, A hard no. Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it's not even my ethics and morals to be to be it's the fear. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's purely the fear of prison. Oh my that's I, my biggest deterrence. I'm on a firm yes. You are. Yeah. You take the As insane years. as that sounds. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 73 million all the racing you want. A lot of money. Back and, flying back and forth from Columbia. Yes. Just seems like a mega story. You'd be the top dog for those 15 plus years in many aspects of life. And then you do 18, mm-hmm. which is a blip. 18 months. 18 months. Now, granted, I'm now a ex-con getting out. Yes, with no money. With, well... Unless you find a way to hide it or stash it or do something, I'd like to think that I'd be smart enough to at that in that era because in that era it's all physical money. That's true, but right? where, where where would you hide it in that era? Just out of curiosity, then, uh, like in, your house, because they're gonna take your houses. No, dude, no, it, it couldn't be. In, it couldn't be on your property. So you'd have to dig a, a ditch somewhere. You'd have to. You'd have to Breaking Bad that shit. Yes, you'd have to Breaking Bad that shit and just make sure you're not stupid like Walt and lead you know them back to your. Oh, yeah. To your spot. But, yeah, like, I think that's probably a good idea. You know, bury it somewhere, get the coordinates, buy a lottery ticket with the coordinates, save that ticket somewhere. Mm. You know? But it can't be on your property. It can't be on anyone else's property. Like, I can't be like, hey, Randy, can you hide these two million for me? Yeah, yeah, sure. Then it's over for you (laughs) if if they find you, which they will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you're an accomplice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, I, I, I mean,. Historically, when people go down for these money crimes, mm-hmm. they never pay everything they took. 
That's true. You know, because money can't gets prove, seized. Yeah, they can't prove what's been spent or yeah. where things are. Yeah, they don't know. You could find your way in the offshore banks in that era, I'm sure. Yeah. With the money that you have, you know, just like a Jeffrey Epstein type person, just find somebody rich enough to launder your money for you and they'll do it. Yeah, man. Throw a million their way. But these guys weren't doing any. Well, I guess there was some laundering probably through the fake sponsorships. Mm. Okay. But, I mean, other than that, I don't think they were doing anything else to launder their money. I mean, mm. they were just going straight to spend it. But you're right. It is a different era, dealing with a lot of cash. Yes. So, you know, yes. it was a little easier than it is now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But those are the legendary Whittington brothers, man. That's awesome. Buy a, you buy a racetrack to land a plane on. And then you buy the race car outright on the yeah. spot. Yeah, and then win Le Mans. Yeah. So is there a win still in the records or uh, has yeah. it been cleared – just like other like cheaters and you know like sports cheaters. Uh, well, they didn't cheat per se. They didn't cheat re- in the race. In the race. Yeah, and, so and, I, and even be. in that era, I, I imagine that there were a lot of teams mm-hmm. involved in that particular scheme. Sure, absolutely. You know, it wasn't sense. just them. So they were they weren't. I don't think they were cheating the organization. They were just. Obtaining Finan- it by illegal means. Yes, financing yeah. it by illegal means. Yeah, financing it by illegal means. Mm, okay. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're still listed as the winner for 1979. So there you go. With Klaus Ludwig and Bill and Don Whittington. And I'm, are they probably dead by now? These guys are probably old. I do not know, actually. Okay, um, so would it have made it worth it? Because if he did his 15 years, he's probably out by now. Um, was 15 months well, 18 months or 18 15 months, years the other guy was 15 years right yeah uh and yeah so wow so bill whittington died in april of last year okay and sorry was that the 15 month guy that was the 15 year guy oh that was the 15 year guy yeah so he did get out he lived a a life afterwards yeah and don is actually alive and 76 currently but he only did 18 months. Right. Wow. Well, I mean, if you live through it and you kind of can, you say you got to do it, it's not so bad. I, I see your point about it not being so bad when it's like an 18-month situation. Yeah. Probably got early parole because it was just a white-collar thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and he's he's white probably, right? So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so good on them. I guess in in a sense they got to enjoy it. There, there's no movies about them. I'm sure, huh? Um, you know, I don't know actually. Or there's not enough about them to know. Like, what put you onto this? Or this, these guys. This was a, a do- random documentary I found on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it was just a random, and then I started going through the rabbit hole uh-huh. of you know sort of their their activities in racing got and it. how they acquired mm-hmm. their <laughs> their money yes but yeah that's it yeah but now that you mention it i think you're right yeah i'm surprised honestly i mean as far as stories go um there isn't enough information on you know the quantities they were moving how often mm. kind of like randy lanier where we knew what each shipment was bringing in 44 yeah. million 30 million you know starting with like 10 million mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't a lot of information with them on on those quantities, okay. so I think without those details, the story isn't true enough. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, but sure. then there's so many other stories like this. Yes. Or maybe Road Atlanta wants to let it die and not have that be not, not have them be known for that. Their claim, not their claim to fame. 
but with Road Atlanta still being around and such a prestigious track, like I would love for them to make a movie and like film it there, you know? Oh, like, that would be cool. Certainly. Yeah, like yes, them, yes. It sounds like it should be a movie. Is it? It's not as prestigious as Laguna Seca, right? Or I'd it is. Say, equal. I, I'm. I would say I would probably on equal footing. Yeah. All things considered. Mm-hmm. Probably. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's it's a world renowned track. Mm. I, it's hard for me to kind of gauge right which one wins over the other. Okay, okay. Um, but I guess in terms of weed smuggling, Road Atlanta wins. There you go. Well, yes. Yeah. Oh man, that was uh, those days are long gone, so we can't participate. But well, man. now it's legal, so yeah, <laughs> yeah we're gonna get it by legal means. Yes. We still can't fly it here, though. Yes, yes. Ah, what are what what are cra- I mean, we're almost better off for being bored in this generation, so we can stay out of trouble. Yep. <laughs> yes indeed and yes. i think with that that is our episode find us john you can find us at 91 octane.com that is all letters no numbers also like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast follow us on instagram at 91 octane and if you want to send us any emails info at 91 octane.com as we mentioned earlier cafe carrera uh 91 octane is brought to you by cafe carrera kind of helps us keep this going so if you want to have some of the best coffee you'll ever taste carrera.cafe randy any last words Shout out to those guys that uh <laughs> the Whittington brothers? <laughs> yeah, Whittington. Or the one that's left, the Whittington brother. Whittington? Whittington. Whittington brothers. Yeah, yeah Whittington the one that's brothers. left and still alive. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah, congratulations on Lamont, I guess. There you go. <laughs> Good night. Good night.